Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Millburgers Garden. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett here up on the porch with us, and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Where'd he go? He moves like the wind. You know, you just, you the all wind, of a sudden he's... The wind. <laughs> yeah, well, a slow breeze, just a <laughs> kind of a... But, uh, yes, he's uh, he'll be back in a second. So we encourage you to come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Verde Road. It's a beautiful day, lots of beautiful color. Uh, and... Um, we uh, we are the home of the, the uh, yellow amaryllis. I was thinking we should have pushed that harder yesterday. We uh, will be. We will be. Come when when will they arrive? Or we don't know. I don't know. I know that they're shipped. They shipped them, but okay. I don't know what kind of uh, transportation they had. So if you have said to yourself, "Man, I'd really like a yellow amaryllis," and these are kind of a rare thing. That's what I was told. Okay, I, I've never seen one. But right. you, know, you notice he started wearing his yellow yellow shirt. Too. Oh, yeah, he did wear his yellow shirt. Is it yellow like that? I don't know. Okay, we're going to find out. So anyway, uh, there's only going to be 10 of them, so you might want to call the nursery and put yourself on the wish list. That's 497-3760, 497-3760. Uh, and see, I didn't even hear him come up. He just like, whoosh, and now he's here. Jerry, uh, Calvin disagreed with that, or he thought it was funny when I said you move like the wind. Oh. Yeah, I don't just, think he agreed. Just don't pull his finger. No, that's when, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of wind that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> All right. Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. All right. So y'all need to tell me what to do. So Alan came by yesterday, uh, someone who knew Calvin, and brought... Uh, what are these uh, acorns from? Pearl. These would hurt. Huh? These would hurt if they fell on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Can, I can walk and around. You th- if somebody throws them at you. No. Why, why would you throw them at somebody? What kind of, what kind of childhood did you have? <laughs> uh, you obviously never were close to Osage Orange. Oh, no. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah that's what, you threw those until you hit somebody and they got a big bruise or the, the no, black eye. Get in something. trouble. Yeah, and then you said, maybe we shouldn't be throwing. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you know what we throw, throw, throw in Tennessee, don't you? Walnuts. Oh, walnuts? Okay. The, the uh, black walnuts. Okay, so I don't want to throw this. And this looks pretty much like yours, except I have a... Uh, so how do we describe these for those who don't know? It's, it's, it's big. It's almost a golf ball size. Uh, and it's got the little covering. Well, these are not the biggest. Oh, really? That you see, but the, how they, big do they get? Well, they'll get a. They'll get. Pardon me, as my voice cracks. Uh, some is twi- twice this size now. Wow. That I that I've seen, but not not twice that size. The one you have is uh, closer to the. All right, and mine size. has its these little things on the top of it, like a little cap. I did the uh, that the. Uh, the, the the material that wraps up the nut is uh, is kind of 
it's hard when you see them apart from the tree it's it's hard to imagine what they are yeah yeah so if i want to try to plant this or get my own tree because i'm frugal you know (laughs) amongst other things amongst other things yeah i'll wait 10 20 years just to but uh what do i do to to do this trace told me yesterday and i can't remember that's a white oak. What? I mean, it's from the it's in the white oak family. So it, okay. Mark, last time Mark was here, mentioned I think he said that the white oaks they, they germinate in one season, the first season. Okay. So you just put it in the ground, uh, put it or in a container. Probably better in a container. Do I do you the take it? Take it? Take it out of the cap? Okay. The nuts in the cap. How do I take it out? Just. Kind of peel this back? Yeah. All right. Or you can plant it in there, but I think you should take it out. I'm going to take it out of the cap. Do I I float it like Mark was It'll grow even if you put it in the cap. Oh, okay. Will it it grow? grow? Is that what you said? No, no. Do I float it? Remember Mark was saying you put a bunch of acorns in a bucket? Yeah, yeah. Do I need to float this to see if it's any good? No. Yeah, you need a half whiskey barrel to float this. Yeah, this is pretty big. Five or six of these. Um, but, and then they, you don't have to, you just put them under the ground. You don't have to okay. get too, too fussy. But And how about, what was Mark saying, the length of time before I'd notice something? Next, uh, next spring? Uh, four Not six, this spring. Four to six weeks. Four to six weeks I'd see a sprout? Yeah. Wow, okay, well I can do that. <laughs> That's exciting. Okay. And uh, do I poke a hole in it, Trace? You said maybe poke a hole in it. It'll speed things along. What's that? It'll speed things along? Okay. All right. But and, now, if, and you, if you don't take it out of that okay, cat, sure. they'll all float. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You want to float the middle part. All right. So I thought of a description of the top of that. What? It's like a brown chia pet. Yeah, in, in the cousin cousin it shape. Yeah, it kind of does look like cousin it. It kind of you can kind of you can kind of make it. Is that how you see it? Yeah. Like that? Okay. All right, I'll, I'll try to do y'all proud. What should I name it? Do y'all have any cousin it? I can name it cousin it. Okay, I like it. Uh, Calvin, you had asked me. You know, this is the point where we talk, or the part where we talk about Milton's garden. You had asked me about my vincas. They. Uh, they don't look great, but they don't look terrible. Well, they've been windblown. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, it's not the best vinkle weather with that changing in the wind and the... Yeah. Very cool and then very hot. And you remember I told you to cover. You did. But we only had the three, so I decided not to cover. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of anti-covering... Uh, but yeah, you, you know, I told you the Angelona. Yeah. They they took it. They, they didn't. They don't look great either. Summer Snapdragon. Yeah. Okay. I just remembered that from yesterday. Good man. Thank you. They don't look that great. I don't remember anything from yesterday. And they did. They did. <laughs> they did really well through the you summer. You promised us each five dollars. You don't remember that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they look great through the summer, but that. Uh, and I suspect it was the wind, but maybe it was the fast temperatures moving up and down. But uh, it kind of it 
took took out the color and and they they look a little browned and bruised. Hmm. So that does sound like wind damage. Um, some of the zinnias. What what is that? Profusion. Profusion. Okay. I have them out, uh, kind of real prominent high, and uh, the ones that were more sheltered look fine. Didn't uh, have a problem, but the ones uh, that were in the open, and I I, I can't. Can't imagine that wind did uh, that because they they're pretty uh, do pretty well in the wind, but I think that they that they uh, dried out real quick, and uh, you know you know it's the old Jerry and I are always trying to tell people containers don't have much of a reservoir, uh-uh. and if you got a this thing loaded with blooms and foliage in a, a small. Uh, container and you get the going for hot and cold and you're, 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 it's going to be uh, inclined to be d- damaged by uh, changes in, the, in those temperatures. What we had, we had changes about 25, 30 degrees. Oh, gosh, but, yeah. Yeah, mostly. Went down to nearly into the 30s or in some of the upper 30s. And in one day from, you know, 70-something to 40-something. So, yeah, it was a... I still haven't thought of the uh, name of that blue, that blue plant that uh, yeah, gets, no. so, it gets so blue. And, uh, I remember it specifically from Alaska. It's so blue. In, oh, Alaska! I put Minnesota in. Uh, uh, yeah, Minnesota too. But uh, uh, okay, so we need Alaskan blue flower. Yes, it's a uh, blue. And I, w- I want to say it starts with an S C, but. Um, I haven't uh, figured it out figured it out, and I look, even looked in the uh, some of the uh, so when books, it, and, and I didn't. And it's I didn't not find Columbine, right? No, no, it's no. So when I type it in, I'll tell you what I get. Okay, what is the blue flower in Alaska? <laughs> There's a lot of them. Alpine forget me not. Oh, but you said it wasn't forget me not. There's a blue purple flower in Alaska. Uh, monkshood. I'm guessing that's not it. Never heard of you talk about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Calvin. Okay. We'll okay. Think flowers of it. in Alaska. I have confidence. We'll think of it. All right. Call us if you have a guess at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You will win nothing except the. Uh, and they grow fine here. And and it's, it's not bluebells, right? No. Oh man. Blue. It's not the Alaskan state flower, which is the. Uh, uh, where is it? Oh, the forget-me-not is the Alaskan state flower. Maybe Trace knows. Maybe maybe that's it, because Calvin's forget it. Forget it. <laughs> it Calvin forgot it. <laughs> We're looking for a a, a blue uh, flower that grows. Grows here. Okay. But also, it really gets a striking blue when it's in a, from a northern climate, like you visit Alaska or Minnesota or someplace, and you you see it and say, what? "Oh, oh, cow parsnip." Okay, I'm just so the most striking <laughs> the most striking blue I can think of is a dwarf plumbago. Okay, that is affected. That that is one that is affected by that cool weather. Bunchberry. 
Is it Bunchberry? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I got Alaska Bell. I, I, I've got hopefully some li- Blue Bells of Scotland. I've heard enough of this. Let me go tell them. What yeah. <laughs> I I can't find. It. I forgot. Do we have Forget Me Nots in Texas? Do they do well here? I'm sure we have seed. Okay. How many different kinds of Forget Me Nots are there? I forgot. Lots. <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> we forgot which one. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you can help Calvin out, 210 308 8867. I don't think there's any help. Help me out. <laughs> that way he gets the answer and we move on. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. You want to, what else uh, should we talk about? Anything exciting coming in? Well, look at the. I placed an order for onions. Oh, okay. They're not here. No, but. So I don't know when they're going to be able to harvest, but oh. I, would, I would assume. Next week or the following, yeah, that they'll show up. So you call you called in an order for? Well, I actually placed it like three months ago. Oh, oh okay. okay. Well, so uh, first available. They. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there. Uh, I get Bruce's uh, Bruce Frazier's uh, uh, e- uh, e- uh, newsletter newsletter, and uh, he they're at, they're talking about putting in your order now. Could show up this week. Okay. They've had it for a while. <laughs> and what kind of onions do we get? Short day. Okay. So, let's see. You're going to ask me names, aren't you? Maybe. So, 1015 wise, the most popular. Oh, okay. Um, in the yellow, so that will be that one. We'll get Grand X, which is uh, the onion, like, water, I think we determine is what oh, water, water burger onion. onion. Yeah. <laughs> then, what else? We get that... Uh, that Red... Te- uh, that, the hot one. Well, staying in the yellow, we get the that that sweeter one. That's the improvement of the ten fifteen yeah. Y Texas Legend. Oh, okay, yeah. Red. We're gonna have red Creole, which is a super pungent onion, and Southern well, that, Bell Red. That'll be your normal yeah, onion. Yeah. Then we get uh, white. We get Bermuda, Bermuda, and I cannot remember the sweet white one. It was a pretty simple well, name. It used to be crystal white. No, no. The white one. There's a white granix. Mm, it'll come to me. <laughs> we generally get eight, don't we? Three, no, seven. Three, seven. Ye- three yellows, two reds, and two whites. Okay. What sells us first, the yellow one? I mean, well, uh, I order more 1015 than okay. any. So, um, Historically, the first go round, everything sells pretty much as it comes in. I'll, I'll, yeah, and then it'll go mostly yellow after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the neat thing about Dixondale Farms is uh, they won't send you one that uh, that shouldn't be planted now. Mm-hmm. So every every one you get is uh, suited for this era. So they never send you them too early. The what? They, you, you don't think they ever send them to you too early? No. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. <laughs> do you have the the little baby topiary Christmas trees out already? Yes. Yeah, I see somebody picking up one to buy. So we got rosemary, and yeah. we got lavender, and we got our Aleppo's pines, our stone pines, Leland cypress, uh, lots of uh, junipers that are... 
uh, in a conical shape. Okay. Where, so I these mean, are the live where ones. Where are they? The living Christmas trees? No, they're smaller, the, but, but maybe there are big ones somewhere else. Oh, okay. Right. I see that edge. And there. if you look further out, we've got uh, Arizona cypress that's trimmed up like a little Christmas tree. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Boxwoods trimmed up like little Christmas trees. Yeah. Well, Tis the season. It is. Yeah. My my little Arizona cypress is 30 foot tall. <laughs> and my uh, uh, Diodor cedar oh. is about 20 feet tall. Yeah. I can't find those right now. So uh, I did book some for spring, but I couldn't find any mm. for huh. living Christmas trees. Yeah. They're they're good. Yeah. They're very attractive. <laughs> and not in the, I don't know if it's. Well, I'm, I'm thinking the warmer temperatures, uh, but I don't think we saw any f- that top damage like we used to. Yeah, see. I, I, I've noticed that too. But uh, they they used to be very thick around town. I mean, <laughs> and they even look they looked attractive even when they had a oh, yeah. top damage. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they they satisfy the need of. Uh, the people from the north yeah, that uh, classic like, evergreen like those uh, uh, looks like a spruce from a yeah, distance. Yeah, looks like a spruce. That's true. That's what it does. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're gonna take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. Tell us what's going on. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment with Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. South Texas, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. But here's another number to remember. Uh, with the weather changing, the seasons changing in San Antonio, that means your uh, home may be a ideal place for things that you don't want. Like they love ro- to come in. Like roaches or rats. Or, they yep, get cold. They do get cold, but they do all kinds of damage when they come <laughs> in your house. You don't well. You don't want them. Well, nothing. When you got to <laughs> pay for that duct work or that wiring that's been chewed up because that's a squirrel true. got in your attic. So you give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call, and they will help you out uh, since uh, they have been doing this now for homeowners and businesses since 19... 19- 76. That's a long time. Uh, you can call them today, but they uh, uh, know what they're doing. They uh, will look at the pro- uh, project holistically, and you can see that people have been using them and Googling and uh, doing good Google reviews and say, you know, how many t- how long they've been a customer of Spider-Man's. 210-656-3721 is their number. 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one, or just go look them online. Termite, uh, Spider Man, Termite and Pest Control. I, right. w- I wonder if they do uh, preventative uh, care or preventative uh, keeping the keeping the blue uh, bugs out. Before they come in, or they will. Yeah, they can inspect your house absolutely that, and say, you know, I mean, you've got yeah. this is a vulnerability, and yeah, yeah. Or if they've got, uh, I know, like, if they've got people that are sensitive to bee stings, and they'll, oh, they'll help them predict, mm. here, here's how you kind of reduce the 
the potential for a problem. Yeah. You, you can't ever. End <laughs> it. But they, yeah, they do the really, really well in that. Or people that, I can't imagine it, but some people don't like snakes and some people mm. yeah. don't like cockroaches. Oh, so. yeah. They're so cute. Some people love their cockroaches. I don't know. Ralph is on the line at 210-308-8867. Ralph, oh, okay, are you uh, going to uh, give Calvin the answer to what he, what he was talking about? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's smart. You, you have your own plant mis- mystery plant question. I do. I do. Right. Uh, so in the neighborhood I live in, I've seen it in my yard, and I've been plucking it out, but I see it in a lot of the yards. It's got a little white bud on it, and it goes down to a um, a very rigid stalk-like. Uh, kind of reminds me of what the tumbleweeds look like out in the Old West. Um, I'm trying to figure out what they are. And it's got a what? A very small, a very. It's got a, it's got a very stiff stalk. Oh, it's, stiff stalk. It's not like a typical flower. What? What is the flower color? White. White. It, the it's a white flower. Yes, white bloom. How big? Small. Oh yeah. Very small. The bloom or the plant? Uh, the bloom. I'd say maybe the size of a dime at the most. Oh, huh. That could be that uh, white uh, rain lily. A Some rain lily? Yeah. Does it have a, a like a lily look? Uh, really stri- striking? It well, doesn't sound like it. I, it seems like I it. wouldn't think so. Yeah. Are they thick? Are they th- uh, the stalks in, in, are very in, thick. Yes, yeah, you wouldn't but, uh, want to step on uh, it with your bare feet. Are they in the in the in in groups? In roots? In groups? In groups? Are they thick? Oh, in, in groups? Yes. In mass? Yeah. There's a stalk, and it really spreads out. Okay. Stalks and spread out. But I mean, can you take uh, a picture? <laughs> I could. Yeah, you want to send it to Milton at klup.com? Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, did y'all have any other questions? I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you did nope. good. Okay, that may That's be the easiest. It. Okay, cool. I'll well, forget it today. I'll show them. I'll keep checking my phone. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. man. We'll figure it out. Bye-bye. And if you know a blue flower that grows in Alaska uh, and Minnesota, <laughs> call us. Uh, you can you can tell us, Ralph. That's... I think there's a lot of blue flowers in Alaska. Yeah, I saw it. I mean, I was just yelling out names, and no. Calvin kept saying no. <laughs> I was giving him plenty of options. But. It'll it'll come. It'll come. All right. Hey, and uh, another thing that's coming on the eleventh uh, next Saturday. Right. We're going to have uh, a uh, gardening winter gardening program over there at the uh, Deercy uh, over by Medical Center. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Sixty-nine oh. Dorothy Louise. Sixty-nine oh two. Yeah, and uh, we'll be we'll cover both flowers and uh, and vegetables, and it's yeah. co-sponsored by Millburgers and the uh, neighborhood. Dear C, dear C, deep. No, I, <laughs> why, why do I want to say deep peace? Um, D E Dream Hill Estates Education Resource Center. Yeah, and. It's you, a, do you realize what the first four letters spell, spell of that? Deer. Deer. 
very appropriate for that area. Yeah, it sure is. But the, the, pro, the program is free, and if you want more information, just give us a call at 210-382-4455. Is, is there a limit on how many people can go? Yeah, we'll have uh, we we've got enough room for uh, thirty-five. Is it indoors? It can be. Last last time it was with the weather like this, we would probably hold it outdoors. Yeah. It's got there's a, uh, a, a porch overhang. Yeah. All right, give the number again. Two ten three eight two four four five five. That, right. is, that is also... Now I'm sending that back to Al at the station, so if you didn't get it, you can get it from him. That is also Calvin Finch's number. Oh. It's also the one you can call me if you can tell me what that blue flower is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call him now. <laughs> call him. Awfully brave to give out of this. I know he is. So those, those of you who have insomnia or whatever, <laughs> and you need somebody to talk with... If Calvin's ever wronged you in any way... Yeah, yeah. there's his number. Oh, you didn't say who's... Giving these classes, who's talk? Who's talking? I am. Oh, I would have never figured that with you, Calvin. Mills. Yep, Calvin's giving the program. But well, we're gonna That's, have. Uh, we'll we'll have the uh, oh our uh, oh broccoli. We'll have representatives of a, a lot of the the crops, the the plants that you can yeah. plant for now for food, and also. I couldn't resist uh, some of these beautiful flowers out there. Uh, (laughs) Pansies and snapdragons. The cyclamen are screaming his name. Yeah. Yeah, I I did get cyclamen. But uh, the ones are really, really. uh, Is there ever enough? I don't know. Not for Calvin. Stocks with uh, the fragrance of the blooms, uh, double blooms and uh, fragrance purple, white, pink. Was that the three colors? Yeah. Yes. They're unbelievable, attractive. And everybody that attends, we'll or get, is it every family that attends? A broccoli transplant and a packet of Crawford lettuce seed. That's it. That's good. Yeah. Did you get two flats of broccoli, or did you get one flat of broccoli and one flat of something else? I got one, fl- one flat of, uh, there wasn't a... Uh, Help me. This the, it is the uh, broccoli. Same? No, it's the same thing as the uh, the color, the colorful, the ornamental. Oh yeah, charge. Ca- no kale, cabbage. Yeah, but what is the same? Th- starts at the C is uh, when they talk about kale. They talk about it in the same breath as. Uh, oh gosh, I can- Bro- uh, collards. Collards. Good work, Jer. <laughs> so some are going to get collards and some oh, yeah. are going to get broccoli. Yeah. Do they get to choose? Well, I'm hoping that'll work, yes. Uh. <laughs> it usually does work because uh, some people, uh, people. They, they, those two are so different that they'll, yeah. that they should be easy well, to over, choose. Over in that, oh, yeah, you'd be a judge of difference. The, uh, the people that are. When they run out of broccoli, the people are... I don't think your neighborhood is a, a good college growing area, do you think? It grows, it grows fine in my in my yard. Okay. Yeah, but I'm talking about people wanting to grow oh, collards. Well, that, that, that'll be one of our goals is to, is to increase the access uh, to new maybe, maybe nutrition. Yeah. Nutrition. 
like like these garden these uh, classroom gardens. They put stuff like that in there, and the kids say, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> okay, we have one guess. Daryl called in, said it might be spiderwort. For your plant? Spiderwort is the same thing as day. Day flower? No, I know that, that that's a good plant, and that does re- reflect that uh, cooler weather. But that's not the one I was thinking of. Mm. Okay. Thank you, Daryl. But that was good. Good work. Oh. Good, good job, Daryl. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Sorry. Let's see. That. Let's see. They're going to. I'm holding up Calvin's article for me yesterday. And uh, let's see. They get to choose between broccoli, green magic broccoli, against and our collards. Mm-hmm. What do you think most people are going to pick? Spoken. Mm-hmm. Notice they don't have collard, a picture of collards in here. Well, when he tells them that they can harvest collards all the way through, but broccoli, they got to wait. Yeah, it may make a difference. Might make a difference. Well, you also need to tell them they're going to have to eat it, eat the collards that mm. they harvest. I don't, I don't hesitate. I, don't, I, still, <laughs> I still do not understand how he was the vegetable specialist in all these years. I think the only vegetable he eats isn't really a vegetable. Uh, it's it's tomatoes, tomatoes and, and peppers. I guess you eat peppers? Huh? No. Do you eat peppers? No. No. You remember? You do I, eat broccoli. Remember I told my son. Yeah, oh, that you hadn't eaten them. I, I, never, I don't know how hot that pepper is. Uh, so, oh. so all I know is you eat broccoli and spinach. And tomatoes. Uh, but tomatoes are a vegetable or a fruit? Well, it's a if vegetable. We, if we are declared, I don't know. declared by the... Supreme Court of uh, 19 and... Uh, but it doesn't fit the description. Yeah. The what? It doesn't fit the description of a vegetable. It fits the description of a fruit. What's your description of a vegetable? Uh, isn't it the seeds inside or something? Yeah. Something like that? <laughs> a fruit has seeds inside and, yeah. It, it, fruit, yeah. fruit are used for dessert and can be eaten... Uh, Eating raw, too. But a vegetable is uh, a herbaceous plant that uh, is used uh, and eaten as as a green. You're going to get in trouble because there's about 75 different definitions of that they <laughs> yeah. use. Depends on what people's preferences are. Yeah. But if anybody's getting excited about this discussion about the um, the vegetables, we got them all here at Millburgers. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Ah, that's a new one I've just remembered. Right. We'll see if they show up. I, I got 100 flats of strawberries technically yeah. coming. We'll see. All right. They haven't materialized yet. Did it say what variety? There was two varieties and beggars Chandler? can't. Chandler? No, that wasn't one of them. Uh, beggars can't be choosers. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I've there never was two heard varieties. of that one. Oh, Chandler? No, beggars can't be choosers. I, oh, I, yeah. I'll go find the names. But, <laughs> well, that's all right. Yeah. But any strawberry is better than no strawberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're vegetables or fruits? <laughs> they're fruit. seeds on the outside. Yeah, it's very They're good. fruit. No, I, there was just an article in the paper that those 
Those are not seeds, those white spots on the right, What are they? I didn't read the article. Oh, you just looked at the headline. I just saw the headline. Did you see it, dude? No. Huh. Said those are seed, not seed what? I didn't I didn't didn't get a chance to read the Dennis is getting the article for us even as we speak. <laughs> but uh on the strawberry? Yeah, all about? the all the white spots. I don't know what I didn't explore the Yeah. If they if they're about. talking about those little uh Black or brown? The white one. The white seed. The white ones. Those are seed. And in fact, the headline said it wasn't. But well, <laughs> right, Miller. No. <laughs> yeah. Who who writes the headlines? Oh Lord, I never heard of those. Those must be new. So I'm All right. Well, like I said, Dennis will send us the thing. I'm gonna go. Yeah. What's well, this world coming to? The vegetable special? Well, I guess if it's some fruit, he does not. <laughs> but the uh, one of our lar- uh, larger uh, seed, seed companies uh, is Ball. Ball Seed Company. Up in Chicago, I think. And uh, they, they uh, promoted uh, one of the Ball family young young man and he came up with some new product new product uh, line one of which was a potato potato our our potato from seed Mm -hmm. they have seed and uh his other brilliant idea was uh strawberries from seed they do all those little seeds can can be uh, germinated, I guess. But uh, he didn't make a big splash with either one of those. And when he came out with a strawberry from seed, one of our local writers in the area, when they had a good newspaper here, uh, said told people not to buy those. Strawberry seed, and uh, they actually sent the uh, upper management of Ball Seed Company, which is one of the biggest in the world, uh, down here to to ber- berate that guy, that guy that wrote that don't don't fall for that strawberry seed thing, because the problem is from seed uh, takes. A year or two to have have bear have a fruit and the fruit uh like any seed of a uh plant like that uh is small very can be very small first of all strawberries don't keep their seeds outside their fruit those things we think of uh, as strawberry seeds aren't seeds they're the ovary they become seeds I guess, but that this this is this is a short term truth about. Let's see, most fruits grow their seeds on the inside, so eventually they get to be the seeds. I guess it's just when they when they start out at some point in the process they aren't. The yeah, they're very uh, they produce takes a long time to produce them. These that uh, Trace has ordered are plants that 
I don't know if they were cold storage plants or not, but I, I, I that, that's a new those are new varieties. So, new, uh, new to us varieties. <laughs> I, I don't know about new, but yeah. But uh, but first they got to materialize, so I'm not yeah. I'm not counting my eggs. Did I order? You got did, eggs coming in too? Yeah. No. Did you order them out of California? I mean, out of uh, yeah, California. Well, I have no idea where they ordered them. I'm sure they probably did, and then yeah. potted them up, but. Yeah. We'll see how many materialize. Okay, good. Most of the time when a grower says they got something, you, maybe they, have. they might have 20 or 30, yeah. and I've asked for 100. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that would be interesting for people to try them down here. The, commer- the commercial strawberry producers in around Portia area uh, plant theirs in uh, September from a cold storage plant. So uh, they come right out, and if the uh, if it if they don't get a late frost or freeze, uh, the fr- Do you have a question? The, the plant won't fr- plant won't freeze, but the fruit blooms will freeze. Uh-oh. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Uh, and uh, it's a beautiful day here. Uh, if you want to, uh, since it's such a pretty day, we talk about Prusky's Market. They're open today till 5 o'clock. Uh, and uh, you can go over there and enjoy all kinds of great uh, meats and all kinds of terrific. Uh, okay, so beef, beef or meat. Okay. Uh, chicken, beef, sausage. Uh, and I'm reading some of the reviews online. You can even order geese for the holiday. Yeah, you can. Rabbit. Uh, he, he said they had that, too. Um, <laughs> and they've got the boxes coming up. You can Now is the time to order uh, your meats for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, including both turkey, turducken, and um, prime, was it prime rib? Uh, I think oh, so. Yeah, yeah for th- for Christmas. Yeah, a lot uh, of people. What's turducken? Turducken is turkey uh, stuffed with. Uh, let me see if I get all these right. Turduck stuffed with duck stuffed with chicken. Huh. Yeah, I have not had turducken, but I know people like it a great it's deal. Tur- it's stuffed with both chicken and duck. Yeah. Uh huh. You have to. We'll that have might to be crowded in there. <laughs> it sounds pretty crowded. Maybe it's a big turkey. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> we're talking about turducken. Uh, have you had, have you had turducken? No. Okay. And I don't. I don't plan on it. Okay. Yeah, you can check out the uh, Yanta Ranch's meats there, the beef, which does not have the uh, the growth hormones or the uh, antibiotics. And uh, it's just, it's the great old-fashioned butcher experience where somebody can help you, uh, steer you in the right direction for things that you're looking for, so you're not left all alone, and it's great. Uh, Got some stuff there the other day, and I'm going to try it tonight, so I'll give you a report on uh, Saturday, next Saturday, about, uh, I think, uh, this was the uh, the heat need items. This was the stuffed pork chop. 
So, uh, but lots of great items. You'll enjoy it. And uh, Edmund told me that a lot of folks have been going over there and visiting. So we sure appreciate it. And I know they do. So it's on Highway 87 between 410 and 1604 in Atkins, Texas. And, again, open till 5. And um, I'm, I'm you'll find them online at PruskySmartMeatMarket.com. I'm still wondering how they get that pork chop stuff. Do they stuff the pig? Uh, no. Oh. No, you're going to have to ask Edmund. Huh? Well, you'll have to ask Edmund. Okay. When I, when I, 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 I think it's I think it's wrapped in the thing. Uh, wrapped around the pork yeah, chop? Yeah, the pork chop is wrapped around it. But I'll look. They just, they just don't feed the pig or no. stuff the pig. No. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. And I need to try the alligator leg. Oh. Which is a pork loin with uh, wrapped around. I won't use stuffed if it makes you upset like that. Uh, boudin sausage. Boudin or andouille? I think it's andouille. We are, well, while we were talking about uh, Pruskies. Yeah, a, a guy from Chalmette was like that. A gardener went through with a full double uh, wagon of uh, uh, Cyclamen. Cyclamen. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah, the two trays. And she, They're on sale, aren't they? You had a, they are. On the Cyclamen? Yeah. Yeah. I was five for thirty. I hope they're not. People are not passing up my purple over there because it's hidden in the corner. <laughs> How is it hidden in the corner? Oh, I guess there's there's some over there. Yeah. Well, the girls want to keep it color coordinated. Okay. So they can only put a light color next to a dark color. They can't put two dark colors. Otherwise, they could be uh, misconstrued, and somebody could mix hmm. them up and not plant the right. One that they want. All right. Hmm. All right. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And toll free, it's 866 308 8867. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And uh, we encourage you to come on by and uh, be a part of the show or call us at 210 308 8867. Thing I was thinking, well, my wife just so we have this jack skeleton thing in the front that she wants to leave up year round and dress it up. And she told me to make uh, turkey feathers out of wood to oh, attach to his back somehow. Of course, she left it all up to me to figure it out. But. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Calvin. maybe you can buy turkey feather real ones online. Yeah, Calvin. No, uh, okay, it has to be wood apparently. Okay, Calvin wrote uh, in his article this weekend weekend the yesterday and said it's time to spray peach trees with pesticide containing copper hydroxide i don't think that's a that's not a pesticide is it no it's an active ingredient in coside oh okay. cupric hydroxide yeah yeah okay and we used to i quite but, often we just call it copper hydroxide yeah. Uh, so I think I think uh, the the name of it now is Cupro. 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 Is the product name? Is the product name? Oh, okay. You're not going to find the uh, coside. Or at least I haven't been able to find oh, the coside yeah. in quite some time. You say Cup? How do you spell it? C U. You're asking the worst speller in the world. Cupro. C U. P R O. P R O. I haven't seen that either yet. Can we look it up? 
C U P R O. Okay. And we that uh, substitutes for what we used to call COSIDE, K-O-C-I-D-E. And there were a lot of variations in COSIDE. Uh, yeah. And there, but, there may be still out there. And it does happen to be the stuff they would spray for ball moss later, so it can have multiple uses. How do you spell you it have again? Copro? I think so. Oh, wow. I'll, I'll C- C-U-P-R-O. Okay. It doesn't come up on a... Yeah, that's a brand name. Or a product mm. name. See if copper, hy- copper hydroxide. Uh-oh, we frustrated Trace. <laughs> <laughs> he decided to run for it. He's, okay. going, he's going to check that to see what that name... Somebody uh, sent me a picture of... Uh, I, I think it was a uh, hibiscus. Now, I, I haven't gotten back with her to, t- to determine if it's, a, if it's a perennial hibiscus or a Chinese hibiscus. But uh, she said leaves, and it's, it's speckled with spots. And they look like uh, they're bacterial spots, which you know, don't have the fuzz, that, fuzz associated with it. The, uh, but I think, I think that's, uh, uh, you would spray that if it's, a, if it's a bacterial problem, you would spray it with a, a co-sided product like, uh, Cupro. And, uh, but, uh, I'm wondering, it, it reminded me of, uh, uh, cedar, al- cedar apple rust. I think that the guy lives in Tennessee. Whoa! <laughs> Delivered with authority. C C U, which is copper. Uh, P R O in capital. Okay, yep, that's right. Five thousand. Woo! Fungicide and bacteriocide. I was telling my somebody sent me a picture of a. Uh, I think it was a hibiscus. Uh, I I didn't know I, she didn't tell me if it was a, a, a perennial hibiscus which will lose its leaves, but the uh, or a, a, a bacterial bacteria yeah, but it had spots evenly distributed spots with clear centers like a. It wasn't like a target, but it, was a, uh, it looked like a bacterial infection. So I've got to find out what kind of hibiscus it was. But if it's perennial hibiscus, they're going to lose their leaves. They're in Tennessee. Uh, they're going to lose their leaves pretty soon if well, it's perennial. Well, when, in the old days, we used to always try to spray by about November 1st. Um, the uh, co-side because it would motivate or knock the leaves off. They were going to fall anyway, but this would just speed up the process. And then it also was more effective in penetrating those buds and and stems and things. So it'll be interesting to read that label. Well, uh, the re- the reason they wanted to knock the leaves off. Mm-hmm. 
Right, they want to knock the leaves off. <laughs> uh, the reason they want to knock the leaves off was because the leaf, when it comes from away from the tree or whatever it's on, it leaves a scar tissue. And that is an entrance to that uh, bacterial canker or whatever you're spraying for. The, so the, we, the lack we, of scar tissue or the, or the le- or the actual scar tissue. The leaf, yeah, it's a it's a, you know, when you break a leaf off, it's still green. Uh, oh, it, then it, that so. it leaves a uh, opening. Yeah, the opening where the stem so not, was attached. So not the scar. The scar tissue would block it. No, no. But uh, yeah, it's being absorbed by the by the tree. But anyway, I'll I'll have to look and see. oh, does that have hibiscus in it? Yeah, cupro, cupro, which makes sense. Well, and it's uh, but it's got both fungicide and bactericide in this uh, one package. That that makes sense too. Yeah. Okay. Capital C, little U, capital P, capital R, capital O. Yeah. 5,000. Oh, 5,000. Okay. Yeah. That's weird because it, does it doesn't show up on Google. It says fungus. What is it? Fungicide and, and well, uh, the, bactericide? Yeah. But th- this is the active ingredient here is just described as copper hydroxide. Oh, there it is. It finally showed up. Metallic copper. So copper hydroxide is still still basically the... Uh-oh. We got Warren from Spider-Man on the phone at 210-308-8867. Hey, Warren, what's going on? Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's a beautiful day. It is. What you doing? I'm headed home from the deer lease where I, I spent the weekend sitting in a little box looking uh. at at the deer and and road runners they were chasing my deer away and no, no. I'm headed home. Okay. I take it you didn't get your deer. <laughs> I can tell by that tone of voice. It's not season yet, is it? I still have just as many bullets that I took that I'm bringing them back home. No. Okay. Well, what's going on? Hey, but you were talking about the uh, that off-brand of the Crowside. And uh, years ago, the Crowside used to be known as Crowside 101. Right. And then they upgraded it to Crowside 3000. <laughs> and I think, I think they expanded the label on it. And um, Crowside has always been tinted with blue dye because it has the same consistency as flour. So in order to keep it safe, they would put blue dye in there. And uh, years ago, I guess it was about 1988, 89, something like that, the Barnum and Bailey Circus were headed to Mexico, and they had a stopover at the Joe Freeman Coliseum. Oh. And so they need they need to load up 
Warren, hang on to that thought. We've got to take a break. It snuck up on me. Don't go anywhere. Okay, okay we'll tell where you left us at the at the circus. Back in a moment. I'll be answering. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. When last you were listening, you were listening to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, and we were at the circus. Um, Warren, what happened? What happened? The Barnum and Bailey Circus people had to get permits to bring feed and food into Mexico, and the Mexican officials had a big document that said, you will ensure that you will not bring any bacteriums or insects into Mexico. So I got a phone call from the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture, and the lady asked me to meet her there. I checked on the documents, and they bought all of the feed and everything from a little place on the south side of San Antonio called Moore's Feed Store. <laughs> Moore's Feed and, and Seed. Moore's Feed and Seed. And they've been there like forever. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, I got a relationship with those guys and they supplied me with germicidal concentrates that was labeled to spray railroad cars so we sprayed, we sprayed railroad cars, and then we covered all of the the feed stuff with tarps, and put a fluorine gas in there that kills 110 percent of everything. And the Mexican officials pulled up in their cars, and they looked at each other, and they took pictures, and they signed off. And they said, you did good. Goodbye. <laughs> and, and so all of that was, I got a really cool thank you card from Mr. Bailey after that. It was so cool. Wow. But, <laughs> but they got me connected with Moores. And so I had a ranch down in Goliath huge oak trees and the owner wanted the Spanish moss and the ball moss sprayed and I called my supplier and I said I need coside he said we don't have coside I'm like you always have coside I need it so I went to Moore's and they had that off brand that you were talking about Cupro yeah, and I had, I'd never heard of it, seen it, nothing. And uh, and they had that because they, the nurseries, big nurseries south of town use that stuff for bacteria. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it, it kind of reminded me about that off-brand, and, and that has an expanded label uh, on Spanish moss which 
I didn't know you could do that, but uh, it, it did a fabulous job on those huge oak trees down there in Goliath. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, well, I, th- I think uh, Buddy Moore has passed. Mr. Okay. He was the owner. He, and uh, Moore's Feed and Seed used to sell the majority of uh, vegetable seed to all the oh, really? farmers around Including here. the vegetables. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. the potatoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he would say, they would sell uh, stuff out of the... Uh, that you get a large amount of a seed source, and uh, then they would, their customers could uh, package basically their own seed. Oh, okay. And they they had all the uh, new and improved varieties. Here we'll see. They were a good company. Hey, Warren, still, uh, maybe still is. Quickly, while we got you. Uh, of course, you are Spider-Man. We talk about you each week. Each week. What are folks noticing now? Mice, rats, and termites. Mice, rats, and termites. And okay. uh, it's, you know, and it's really not termite season, but the termite calls are really coming in hot and heavy. And there's there's two really aggressive termites that uh, that are they, they were introduced into the Houston ship, ship channel and um, they made their way all the way to the coast and these things are they're terrible they're bad boys and uh, one of them is a Formosan and the other one I can't even I can't even say the name of that guy but we're finding uh, we're finding we're getting a lot of calls from other pest control companies that are finding these things, and uh, and they it's so it's such an intensive treatment they don't even want to do it, and huh. so they've uh, they've sent us calls all the way from Lavernia all the way to Uvalde. Huh. Wow. So next week I get to go to Casterville and do some of that, and then I'm going to go to Uvalde and do some of that, and hmm. then I'll come back and catch some rats and mice. All right, thank you, Warren. Thanks for the uh, the info too. Hi, Warren. Well, you know, like like Forrest Gump always said, that's all <laughs> I got to say about that. <laughs> well, you can reach Warren, 210-656-3721. Uh, if you've got any of those problems with termites, anything you've got a problem, any pest in your house, except Jerry kept saying mother-in-laws. I don't know if Warren does that. But uh, t- Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Thanks, Warren. We'll talk to you in the week, okay? Y'all have a safe one. You too. You too. All right. All right, 210-308. I like how Warren listens and calls in with this stuff. That's cool. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Just to remind everybody what we, we were talking about is oh, the, yeah, the copper hydroxide and the, the version that uh, we remembered co-side, but the version that most nurseries have now is Cupro, and we were... Uh, here at Millburgers, it's uh, one of the things we recommend. Does, does it have on the uh, label uh, plants that you can use it on? Yes. Does it li- list hibiscus? 
He's looking. <laughs> All right. Gladiolus, hibiscus. Oh, it does look bacterial like leaf spot. It's on hibiscus. That's what I think she has. Okay. So remember the caller called in with a white flower uh, that wanted to identify. I don't know that you were here for that. No, he did send us a picture. Do you know what that is? Do what? Oh. I got a picture. Kind of looks like Blackfoot Daisy. Oh, you got a, you got a guess on that? Can you see it? Yeah. Okay. It's tiny. Oh. Yeah, it's about the size. What do you say about the size of a dime? Or is... Yeah. All right, here you go, Jerry. You, you, you get to take a shot at this one. Jerry's looking at it closely. Yeah, I'm like, uh, right, that uh, looks like... Uh, Blackfoot Daisy is my guess. Yeah. yeah. That's, I That's a native. Okay. Yeah. He can't kill those. You're not supposed to kill those. <sighs> mine, mine live through six degrees. What's that? I plant, that's what I have planted around my mailbox. Oh, really? <laughs> six degrees <laughs> and, and two cars. Yeah. Okay. So you lived through both the accidents? You did. All right. So they're going for Blackfoot Daisy. All right. 210-308-8867. Trace, you had a question. Uh, from someone here uh, before we uh, went to break. Uh, did you want to talk about it? You don't have I to. I can, sure. Sure, what you got? So she had a wax leaf ligustrum, and it's notorious for this big black spot on the leaf. And all the books that I've read say it's useless to spray for. The plant just has to outgrow it. But she was linking that to them dying, and it, wasn't the case so after we talked about watering and stuff like that it i mean it looked like a lack of irrigation uh so the two definitely weren't tied together and her drip system was uh leaking and mm. not, not not watering them all and it wasn't on long enough but it was coming on every time she watered her grass so it was a little bit of water too frequently okay cool thank you all right, we go back to the phone lines now. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, James, what's going on? Uh, beautiful day. Isn't it pretty? Um, yeah, it's gorgeous out here. I just lit the grill here. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, more feeding seed. Back in the 90s, um, I wanted to grow tomatillos, or my wife wanted me to grow her some tomatillos. I could not find seed anywhere. There's the only place I could find a packet of tomatillo seed, and I, and I planted two rows of tomatillos. And I bet for five years or better, I had tomatillos coming up all over my backyard. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're still in business or not. I haven't been over there in a while, but, yeah, that that's a good place. Yeah, they were uh, out on uh, South Flores. Flores, right? yeah, on Flores Street, yeah, on the corner there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what was I going to call about? I lost my train of thought. Oh, my goodness. No, welcome he got to, derailed. Oh, yeah, welcome no, to the I show, James. Okay, yeah, you, uh, that happens to the best of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm back on the tracks here, back on the tracks. I called you a couple of weeks ago about mealybugs on my tropical hibiscus. Yeah, yeah. And, and it killed one. Uh, I disposed of one. And now the other one, I cleared them up, and now they're back. Just a few of them. Now, I, I got this product that I already had, and it's basically just neem oil. But if I remember right, doesn't neem oil have to be applied at a certain temperature range or you'll hurt the plant? Or am I not thinking right? It, it, it won't do anything 
to me mealy bugs. Oh, you, uh, you remember us to talk, talking about those before? About a, yeah, yeah, but I don't. I think we got sidetracked on that conversation. I don't remember what y'all said to put on there. Okay, what what we said was uh, they used to get in in the greenhouse on the citrus, and uh, first yeah. thing they get on is hibiscus peppers. They get on. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! But but uh, uh, we said. This was a tip given to us by a, a wholesale grower, uh, Paul Cossel, where we get all of our <coughs> transplants from, or most of them. But uh, he, they, they had a big problem with the mealybugs out there on their transplants. And they found, I don't know who told them that, but they found that the mealybugs are hiding out on the containers. Oh yeah, I remember down the bottom of the containers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when you got mealy bugs, I always say recommend if they're more if they're concentrated on a branch or something else, just simply remove that branch. Okay. Because they're they they have hang out and produce their young in the crevices. Of uh, leaf, leaf, leaves uh, where leaves are attached to the plant, and also uh, where the branches branch out, right there where they're attached to the main trunk. So uh, when you when you're spraying, I imagine neem oil would kind of work, but uh, not nothing works real real well. So you you found out uh, found out what what branch they're on, and uh, just remove that branch and discard it, and then pull the plant out of that container and put it in a new another container. And it's not contaminated. Okay, I was gonna try to overwinter this plant. It's beautiful. It's got a double bloom, red on it this morning. It's gorgeous. Um, okay. But the thing is, the mealybugs are basically on the tips of these branches, on the ends, and that's where the flower buds are that haven't opened yet. So I really don't want to cut all those off because running out of bloom season here. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you want to keep the uh, mealybugs through the winter? No, and I don't want to bring them inside the garage either. There you go. They're much easier and much lemon. harder to control in the greenhouse yeah. than they are outside. Oh, yeah. I, think I had them on, pe- I had them on peppers this <laughs> summer. Wow! And uh, I just, I uh, d- just sprayed them. And uh, with what malathion? No, I didn't use any. I didn't use a uh, insecticide. Just water. Just water, and then um, the uh, pest control. The uh, predators. Took care of them, as far as I can tell. The what? The predator, the predators. The predators did. Oh. They did okay, I well, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see any on there. Of course, for me, the the end of their life is coming soon. The peppers, but uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to put them in the in the. Well, they'll uh, those mealybugs will stay there till spring. Well, yeah, yeah. If they either mm-hmm. on the bottom of the pot or they will uh, they, in the in the garbage can. Yeah, they're covered. You know they're co- covered with a thin uh, waxy coating. 
But yeah. uh, uh, where where are these buds? Are they on one, only one one stem, or are they? No, se- several stems. It's got one flower on it, gorgeous, the double red I saw this point. This is one I picked up at the store, and it's scrapped. It's got three different flowers on it. So it's unique. I was going to try to keep it, but with the Millie bugs, I'm just going to let it go and freeze and just discard it because it. i got to bring my Meyer lemon in, and I don't want to bring that in with it. So, yeah, I won't yeah. keep this. Yeah. Well, uh, like I said, if you're going to keep it, just cut off all the limbs that have mealybugs on them. Okay. And then uh, put it in a new pot, a different pot. All right. I'll have to decide if I want to go to all that trouble or just let it go. All right. Oh, I do. quit it. But what, what did Milton say? I might have to do what? <laughs> I never said it, Jay. Uh, <laughs> see there? That's y'all, a witness. Y'all have a good one. Onions? <laughs> Oh. All right. Okay. Well, if you don't want to do that, you might want to give it to a neighbor that uh, want to cut it back to save it. He's he's hung up on it. All right. Oh, did thank he? you, James. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. We'll come back. Mark Peterson is visiting with us at, two, at uh, 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas at 9.30 a.m. The answer, a little friendly reminder from your friends at CPS Energy. Remember, you remember this now, before you dig for any project, whether it's landscaping or a sprinkler system install, you call 811 uh, or go to Texas online, go online to texas811.org to have underground utilities marked. This is a free service. Uh, and it's also the law because Texas law requires that everyone contact Texas 811 at least two working days before digging or doing any type of ground disturbance. Because keep in mind that violations could be uh, could result in fines for you. Uh, once utilities are located, they'll be marked and uh, the markers will be in place and you'll know where it's safe to dig. Hey, you don't like surprises and uh, broken utility lines uh, that you caused uh, is quite an unpleasant surprise. So before you grab your shovel, grab your phone and contact 811. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Mark Peterson up on the porch with us. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing really well. Cool. I'm doing much better than I did on Friday and Saturday. Oh. This is the segue. Because you planted 400 trees? What? No, no, no. I planted. <laughs> I helped plant uh-huh. 149 trees okay. at Drigger Elementary School. Oh. That's wow. Northside. Okay. Northside ISD. And uh, you had the, uh, the um, I forget what her title is, but uh, the person that manages Bear Branches Alliance. Oh, yeah. We've- uh, you, you graciously had her on, Jackie Randall. And uh, she organized it, and they have an agreement with the Northside Independent School District, and they're going to be planting all over the district area. They're going to call it Project Canopy. Well, I did that, and I got really sore. I'm old. And then then the next day I was going to go to the San Antonio Arbor Day. 
And mm-hmm. you, you gentlemen were asking about it yesterday. And a big event, big event put on by the city of San Antonio, particularly the Parks and Recreation Department. Mm-hmm. And they gave away 800 trees. Yeah. Of, of both shade trees and understory trees. Hmm. Or, or ornamental trees. So it was a big event. It was down there on the mission. Um, I heard reports um, about uh, a lot of people and um, waiting to get their trees all in good humor. Also, Green Spaces Alliance. Do you remember Green Spaces oh, yeah. Alliance? Uh, they were also doing an event um, about uh, about a half a mile away. Oh, really? On the other side, at the, the county missions park, okay. which is about a half mile away. Were they doing trees, too? No, they were. Do- well, it was just more of a fun event, info okay. event. I don't think they were doing trees. Okay. But uh, this is a big event. Um, I didn't go. Trace. Neither did my wife. Yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, is she I was feeling it? sore. Or she didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, so it's her decision. She got yeah. the text. So it was a very large event. Um, I think the, the city will be doing more of these. Um, oh, good. Yeah, you turned me down for a second. Here. No, I was just fixed. You were, you were, you were overdriving just uh, a little I bit. I was overdriving. Uh, anyway, yeah, so they'll have a couple more events. I believe um, uh, they're kind of in the, in the works of that um, because uh, the fall is what? Fall is for? For planting. For planting, yeah. Got to be quicker. Okay. So hopefully throughout the, um, the fall and winter, they'll have a couple more of these plants. Um, they do have some money to use for these projects. Oh, good. From the tree mitigation fund. So is there a website to go to to look for Oh, uh, you are so smart. Wow. Yes. Uh, go to... Time for everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> go to the, uh, uh, the Parks and Re- City Parks and Recreation Department website. Right. It's a little complicated, but they have new people in charge, and they're, they're streamlining everything over there. So go to the... Uh, parks and Recreation okay. website, or, or. Um, some of the members, uh, the partners that were involved in this. Um, uh, Alamo Forest Project, uh, Bear Branches Alliance. Okay. And I want to say the Master Gardeners, but I'm not sure. Master Naturalists. Okay. Are you? Okay. Cool. All right. So, yes, uh, just wanted to inform everybody it was a great event. Um, if you didn't pick up a tree, then there will probably be future ones, no. although I can't guarantee what time. Okay. I saw you were admiring the acorns. Yes. Uh, do you know what kind of acorns they are? Uh, they were telling me, was it bur oak? It is bur oak. Okay. And why is it called bur oak? Because uh, it's cold. No. Burr. These are called burrs. <laughs> oh. Um, on metal, if you were ever in a machine shop, which I, no, I'm, I'm guessing no, 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 no. Um, any kind Are of little metal, shop, Trace? Uh, any kind of metal or wood, wood shop, okay, yeah, uh, uh, mostly metal. Was, they were burrs. Uh, if you had a little, little piece of metal that wasn't cleaned off, okay. And so they've basically said, take them out of their little covering, yeah. uh, <clears throat> pop them in the ground, yeah. Now, what did I say uh, about white oaks they the other week? They germinate. They quick. germinate quickly, yeah. yes. So they may even germinate just sitting in the acorn. I think, the, oh, okay. 
Well, they, if with Milton, they might even germinate sitting in his trunk or in his pocket. I know. If you see me driving down the street with a big burrow coming out the truck, you'll know. All right. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. Don't want to buy your water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So cool. yes. Thank you. All right. I'll try to do it. All right. And I'm going to. I'm going to pass the microphone over to Trace. Trace. Okay. Could, you don't want it? No. No. Okay. He doesn't want it. Okay. okay. Well, then uh, I'll just say goodbye, everyone. All right. Except for, uh, Jerry, do you want to talk about Neil? Or did you already talk about Neil? No. Oh. Uh, did, did, the last the last question. Uh-oh. He's, I wish you... he's, going, he's going through the, the, the paper. Yeah, I said, uh, Neil Spear got a question. It says, have you ever seen cedar bar- elm bark scratched and peeled in strings? <laughs> Two branches have died apparently because of the loss of bark. There appears to be a large areas up in the tree where the bark is gone. What might have caused this damage? And Neil answers, "It sounds like squirrel damage." I didn't. I didn't even have to look. I just read the first two. Sounds so like what? Huh? Squirrel damage. Squirrel damage. Yeah. Could it be? They're notorious for peeling bark. And killing branches, most noticeably in pecans and live oaks. What do porcupines do? Porcupines, uh, they're more rectangular. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it, uh, well, you don't know. Uh, five inches by eight inches or something like that, it'll be more of a big rectangle. <laughs> Whereas squirrels with little bites. Okay. <laughs> Yes, uh, in closer inspection, usually with binoculars, you can see that the bark has been stripped as the rodents sharpen their teeth. And uh, I have to look at the other one. And and we have, we also have uh, recipes to solve that. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that, that was the reason why I, uh, <laughs> I actually said. Uh, I had a big write-up on. Uh, oh. This one. <laughs> oh. No. What is the absolutely stunning ground cover? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to. That, that's uh, Trace's favorite plant. Uh, uh, I, I laughed uh, uh, hysterically yesterday when uh, I read it because, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Is that this person stunning. saw this at the. Stunning. Absolutely ground stunning ground cover. I saw it. It's not just an annual, is it? And that's Purple Heart, he says. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's, it's sister to the tropical hanging basket, the wandering also known as Wandering Juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they separated the two a few years ago. Yeah. But uh, a lot of the old-timers, they've had that for a long time. And uh, once you plant it, you have it for a long time. Yeah. Hmm. It it says yeah. purple heart is winter hardy in most winters, but it dies down to the ground with the first freeze. Okay, that's why I brought it up to you. Yeah. I could see the look on your face <laughs> in my mind's eye if you're reading that. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> it, it, it does that, but it it's... Uh, the the part that reprint re, 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 sprouts, uh, whether it's in the winter or or summer, uh, is beautiful. I mean, the the color is well, good, uh, deep and beautiful. 
I purple. I saw a uh, a buck, young buck, not much of a a head of horns, uh, rubbing uh, on a Chinese pistache. Uh oh, really serious. Oh yeah, poor tree. I mean, it was well. Pieces all over have been rubbed off. <laughs> we like to say, well, that's a good start. Oh, on the pistache. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so it was the the stunning, so, uh, Steve, and it died out. That that was Steve. Steve will have to find well, it. Does, it doesn't actually die out. Well, the that that, that was the implication. The, the tire top dies down, yeah. but the root system is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I, I told told the story of uh, my neighbor putting a real nice bed, raised bed. In her front yard, and she had somebody come over, plant uh, full of purple heart. And so I, I went over there and I said, "If any of these plants die, fire, uh, fire the landscaper, okay?" <laughs> and then I had to go over and say, "After the freeze, it's going to be gone. It's going to melt down. It's almost like personally." And uh, I said, but fear not, it'll be back prettier the next spring. And so, uh, sure enough, it's come back and filled that bed up. During the drought, uh, it'll take drought, it'll take rain. (laughs) And I I was, uh, you know, we sell it here in containers. And I asked Trace one day, I said, do you feel guilty about selling that thing? Because all you have to do is throw throw a sprig on the ground. And I stomped it in on the trees. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it, t- it takes root and takes off. So it's an amazing plant. But uh, it was also around in one of our, we thought was a severe drought until this last one came along. But uh, I saw purple heart growing under trees that had died from the drought. So it's tough. It's a tough plant. Okay. But, but a lot of people still call it wandering Jew. But I, when I was doing TV, uh, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to call it wandering Jew. All right. I call it purple heart. Purple heart. Anyway. Anyway. Two, Yes. Well, why are you? I don't know what you're. Are you saying goodbye? Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, Mark. There you go. That's right. Uh, okay. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old joke. Uh, All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. I just want to give Mark my condolences. Oh. Did you see his pants when he walked up here? Oh yeah, they're kind of. Oh, that's sad. I, we, we, maybe we ought to start a fund by what? Mark. Did, did you want to give him some money now? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that stopped that fund right in his tracks, didn't it? <laughs> All right. But my mama yeah. would beat the hell out of me if I wore a pair of jeans out on the streets looking mm. like that. Okay. It's my work jeans. Oh, okay. These are my it doesn't matter. Jeans. You don't don't wear holy jeans. Out in the Well, on a Sunday, public. no, I shouldn't do that. But you're not alone. 
I was told I'm in fashion. It's probably <laughs> the only time I was ever in fashion in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always like to see a good-looking young lady wearing those holy jeans. And uh, Do we want to go there? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, we, we just got to take a break here. Sit <laughs> down. All right. What else do we have with gardening? Well, let's uh, let's just mention that on, on Saturday, the eleventh. Uh, is that is next? There, that's there, not next week. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is. is. Okay. It's a free uh, Veterans free, Day, free program over, edu- uh, over near the medical center area, uh, Dream Hill Estates Education Resource Center, and uh, there's an uh, there's a write up in the article that Jerry's been talking about. Uh, if you want, or there's phone number if you want more information, two ten. Three eight two, four four, five five. We're going to cover uh, uh, flowers, all those flowers we've been talking about, and uh, and uh, all the vegetables we've been talking about. We'll even have some uh, uh, free vegetables yeah. and some yeah. uh, uh, lettuce seed for Frozen folks. Lettuce seed. Um, and we may w- may want you to join our Crawford lettuce seed. Uh, Collection, yeah. Next spring, let us uh, l- let let's get the particulars of that, and we'll do that because that it always is cool when we have we yeah. get a series of uh, pres- uh, programs and starting in February too on uh, milkweed and the rodeo tomatoes and yeah. So we want to get all all those research efforts yeah taken care of. Well, we want to definitely keep keep that seed available. Because uh, Jack Jack Hoover brought uh, grow the grew the seed in his little garden up north by a lake, and uh, so that's the seed Calvin I guess is distributing. Mm-hmm. But uh, he doesn't have a very big garden now. Okay. All right. Did you have, did you want to come on the air with us? Oh, okay, then we'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. There's a little bit of everything in Texas. Just look around and you will see There's a little bit of everything in Texas And a whole lot of Texas in me there are Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Another sparkling great job by the, to the team here at... Uh, yeah. And and uh, with a little help from the staff at Millburgers, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> complete. Uh, a lot of Millburgers staff, a little of us, we kind of got her there. Uh, it's like we opened the jar a little bit, you know. When they, we we helped her. Can I? Can I? Did I? Did I finish that about the program next Saturday? No, you can go ahead. Nine thirty. It's over at the medical center. Oh, we got some cyclamen too. Yeah, good. It's over at the medical center area, uh, sixty-eight zero two. Dorothy Louise Drive, 210-382-4455. Free program. We're going to cover winter gardening, flowers, and vegetables. 
And uh, we will have uh, some free broccoli and some uh, Crawford lettuce lettuce seed available for attendees, too. So uh, come on by, and uh, if you... Uh, need more information? Give that phone number a call, and we'll get it to you. And I, I guess they can't call the radio. They, no, uh, as long as the show's on, I guess they can. But they not. can call that number you gave both yeah. day and night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, J- it's, Jerry. It's Jerry, Jerry loves hours. it because it's my phone number. Uh. <laughs> he, he likes it to uh, have, have me wait. If you're just lonely up. and need to somebody need somebody to talk to. Or if you're getting ready to commit suicide, no, and you want to be talked out of it, there are better places to call us. That's a serious subject. What? That's, hold on. There's actually a. I think a. I think it's nine eight eight. Don't even tease about that. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, the suicide and crisis hotline <laughs> is nine eight eight. I'm not sure I like that being associated with yeah. my, uh, my uh, uh, yeah. gardening, winter gardening program. All right. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Get the uh the Saturday newspaper you wanna yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to him about Delphine? And the oh, epi- yeah. uh you got uh, that information? We've got uh yeah, it's on plantanswers.com. Uh, front page, bottom left, I guess. And uh, I've got a picture of uh, Delphine Beck and Malcolm Beck, of course. Uh, and uh, annou- announcing her, uh, <laughs> her de- demise... She goes into the past list, Milton. Oh, okay. She yeah. is past. October 10th. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> but uh, they're going to have a kind of a memorial for her. Uh, she, she was she was uh, cremated, which I was surprised at because Malcolm always said he was going to put her in a compost pile. That's, Did she put Malcolm in the compost pile? I said they didn't, and I was surprised about that too, because hmm. he he was looking forward to being composted, so he could give the report of it firsthand. Anyway, uh, yeah. How much time is left? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> about thirteen minutes. Too much. It's thirteen. Oh no! I'm looking for. I'm looking for it. Oh, you're looking for the article? Well, it talks all about her, and then it's... But yeah. the, the I've got the address if you need me. If you need me to give the address. Your, uh, yes, uh, the, the memorial is going to be uh, on the 11th, November the 11th? No, the 18th, I believe. Hold on, I'll look and 11th see. 11th is the program next Saturday. November 18th oh. at 1130 at the VFW Hall, VFW 8573, in, in Canyon. Canyon Lake, top of the River Road. That's what it Whatever. says. It's okay. <laughs> uh... But uh, that's a Saturday, mm-hmm. and uh, we won't be able to attend. But uh, I've been talking to talking at so many funerals lately. Uh, Delphine was quite a gal, and I think if uh, Malcolm had to, and well, he said this often that. Uh, he wouldn't wouldn't be doing what he's doing if it wasn't for Delphine, because Malcolm was a little. Malcolm was quite dedicated to organic gardening and growing and eating, 
But Delphine was big time. Hmm. And, and she'd tell you about it, too. And she uh, she basically uh, manned uh, 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 the... Uh, the, their place out there. Uh, Gardenville? Gardenville. And uh, hired all the people to, to take care of it. But uh, she will be missed. She was. She died at 85. Hmm. And she used to tell her friend, good friend, uh, Hank, we refer to yeah, we know. Henrietta. We know Hank. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she she would talk. They talk quite often on the phone, and uh, Delphine would say, "Who would have ever thought we'd have lived this long?" <laughs> but uh, she she had, she was a, a pistol on that, uh, and traveled all over the United States with Malcolm when he was giving his talks and things, and tough as a boot. I mean, she was tough. But anyway, they're going to have a memorial out that uh, out around Canyon Lake. Yeah, and it's on PlantAnswers.com with the exact address and everything. Yeah, front page, and uh, there's a wonderful article uh, that I found, stumbled on, uh, on PlantAnswers.com, written by Tracy Lehman, uh, back when they had a decent garden writer for the Express. <laughs> Look at. It. Yeah, he's not paying attention. Not paying attention. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> but anyway, Tracy wrote a wonderful uh, pro, uh, art piece, and I, I've uh, put a link to it on the bottom of that uh, announcement on the front page so you can read it. And it's, ma- it's mainly about Delphine. And that's the only article I've ever seen that really highlighted her contributions. It's always about Malcolm. But uh, anyway, uh, if you miss, miss Delphine and want to go up and say a few kind words about her, and uh, that's when that uh, memorial started. I bet be. there'll be a lot of people there. I think so, because uh, they made a lot of, lot of friends. And uh, helped a lot of oh, people. They, they contributed a lot to the communities and uh, yeah. were involved with a lot of the volunteer organizations Absolutely. and, and uh, community yeah. projects. I, I used to say, uh, kiddingly, I said, you know, Malcolm, you'd be, you'd be making more money out here, or clearing more money out here, if you quit giving all these master gardeners and projects that we do uh, mixes because I mean you go out there I'm, I'm putting in a bunch of raised bed garden for the say the children's garden <laughs> Malcolm would have loaded up a truck full <laughs> and brought you the mix the next day so uh, he, he and Delphine were very giving mm-hmm. people but uh, we'll miss them but uh, their their uh, influence oh, gosh. is lasting. Yeah. Uh, we always talk about what all Mal- Malcolm came up with, and uh, I would I would imagine that if he were around, he would tell you that he wouldn't accomplished anything without Delphine. 
but she was a driving force from there. He, uh, his son, son, our daughter, told me that uh, they went to the same high school together. He mm. and Delphine. Okay. And Malcolm, he, the story is told that uh, Malcolm came home one day and uh, said that uh, he had just seen an angel. Aww. And it was talking about Delphine. Which, and later they were married, of course. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they were a nice couple. Very cool. All right, so that's on Plan Answers. Yeah. And... Um, is yours on a website? Is your program listed anywhere? Um, what about on the uh, Dear Deercy? At Deercy, uh, the, the Dream Hill Estates. Thank you. Education Resource Center. <laughs> the uh, also, Calvin, in your this week in the garden, you talk about using pruning paint on pruned areas, and other week other wounds on oak trees to reduce the chance of uh, spreading oak wilt disease. Is that, let's say, you do, you do that when uh, most of those uh, mites that are carrying uh, oak wilt disease are dormant, right? Or are they in wood and everything? Is that still going on? No, they're, f- they're flying. Um, but the... It, it, that's that's the question. Is it going on now? The, if it, the temperatures are very high or very low, there generally isn't much activity but from them. But I'm notice I was noticing that pe- that the uh, folks out there doing the cutting on trees on some oak trees were still thinking it was a hundred degrees out there, and, yeah. this, and this weather had gotten quite mild. And I, I don't think there's the trees are in direct uh, danger, but you hate to see this con- continue during a, you know, if we have a two-month mild spell or anything. Yeah. And so that, and that's why some communities have uh, a constant. Yeah, it's a all, all all the time requirement to to paint the wounds. Some some places don't. You just it's real hot or real cold, or they have a certain time of the calendar. So the best thing to do, the safest thing to do, and I think Mark, Mark recommends this too, is to is to paint the wounds. And whenever you have a a cutout that's bigger than an inch, the inch and a half, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I was I'm amused by. Uh, the uh, electrical companies company uh, when they're clearing the lines they paint everything mm-hmm. because why because most people don't know what kind of tree they got and yeah they, is it an oak is it a willow or and, then, and then the people call yeah and it's just easier to paint everything <laughs> yeah I went through that in our neighborhood uh, <laughs> 20 years ago yeah they uh the the <laughs> I I used to do when they I used to do uh, TV programs when they were clearing the lines because I'd been here when it we had uh, ice on the line breaking them down 
all over town. And until you go through with that electrical outage, you don't really appreciate what those limbs can do. Oh, oh, we got a quick question. Sorry, Brian, didn't catch you there. Brian's on the line at 210-308-8867. You still there, Brian? Yes, I am. Thanks for waiting. What can we do for you real quick? Uh, I've got uh, two different wildflower seeds. I've got basket flowers, and I've got uh, Indian paintbrushes that I'm going to be putting out. I've got the beds ready to go. I just need to know when the best time of the year is to put them out. The seeds? Get the yes. Indian paintbrush, and what's the other one? The basket flowers. Say it again. I don't basket know. flower. Yes. I don't, I don't know that one. Well, the Indian paint. Bastard flower? Basket. Oh, basket. Just get a tasket. Oh, okay. Well, it's generally now is a good time to weld flowers, <laughs> uh, especially that the painted. Uh, that that one basket flowers. I just, would just take it for granted. It's yeah. Also, a good time. You could just so now's the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anytime the seed turns, the seed capsules turn from a. Bright green to a yellow, uh, and then to a brown. If they're yellow, if they just turn yellow, uh, put them upside down in a, in a grocery sack. I think his I think he's already got them. Sapped. He's yeah. already got them. He wants to yeah. put them down. Yeah. He wants to. Oh, oh, he wants to plant them. And the he wants to plant them. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, when does nature plant them? Right now? Right, right. They plant in the spring, <laughs> don't they? Yeah, the, so right, they'll, so they'll lay there. It's good, good soil contact and uh, in the full sun if you can. Well, you, you you need to, yeah. Cool. Thank you for your all patience, right. sir. Man, tell us how okay. it goes, all right? We'll have to look up the basket flower. There you go. All right. Got about, uh, about half a minute left. Uh, anything we want to make sure and cover? Well, we just need to tell everybody, come on, it's unbelievable, these uh, the blooms of these flowers, snapdragons, pansies, uh, whatever those uh, r- red bulb flowers over there. Whatever. I know, I'm, I'm teasing. but No, the cyclamen? Cyclamen are just spectacular. <laughs> uh, so come on out and see that. And then and all those vegetable yeah. plants we've been talking about, uh, they're there and there's still time. To plant them, and uh, you, you can attend a free program on Saturday All right. at the Medical Center area. See you next week.